back at it. Homegrown Radio, Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head, and we are back at it, like West I said. Coast. And we are back at it. Maybe I should do a, a back at it, like you say, West Coast. Right, should I get some t-shirts? Man, hey, Laced. Laced, what's listen. up? Holla at your boy. Matter of fact, this show <laughs> is brought to you by. brought to you by DJ Head and Laced, like West that. Coast Lace Hoodies. Make sure you go to uh, LaceLifestyle.net, get your West Coast apparel. Can we talk about your percentage now? Brought to you by DJ Head, the t-shirts. What the, is the percentage, excuse though? Excuse me, sir. The hoodies, the t I need to finish the pre-roll. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. The t-shirts, the hoodies are all available right now on LacedLifestyle.net. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? You could go in there and you can get the matter of fact, the ladies, or if the men, Damn, depending on where you live geographically, what side of uh, Santa Monica you living on, okay. get them crop tops. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? All right, so can we talk about your percentage, though? What percentage? I don't get, listen. All proceeds get donated <laughs> to the charity of my choosing um, at a later date. Oh my God! West Coast. So wait. So is this a situation where they will possibly sell out and they can't? You can't get any more. They constantly re-upping. Um, you know, they we ain't sold out as of yet. That's we what. That's why. That's when a nigga ain't give you notes. And you just start talking. I, you know what had happened, man. You know no, what we doing saying, over at? No, what this? What we doing over at Lake South Bay? Pocket. Okay. So yes, we got them on deck all day, every day. So you, I can get one right now. You can go on the go on the website. Okay. And go to LaceLifestyle.net right, just, just and you get your shit within seven business days. Damn, seven, huh? Five to seven to ten five, So is it five or seven? Five to ten business days Five to ten name. So seven Then ten Then five to ten Well listen All right, we just, I just want to make sure That we can you know, tell the people The correct information We're going to tell the people The correct information Well look How much percentage Of your mustaches hey, it's, at, it's at 84 <laughs> it's, <laughs> I'm at a good 84 yeah, right listen, now So my zoom in on this nigga shit Right here Zoom in on this nigga Right here Right here <laughs> Pending My shit is hey, 84% pending Hey that nigga Hey what's that nigga Zach Attack Was that Zach Oh my nigga Zach Attack Shout said, to Zach Attack Shout to Zach Attack on Instagram he said that uh, my mustache is pending. Chuck, this mustache is pending. I ain't never recovered since. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I've not recovered since. I'm used. I'm used Woo! to my side, my sideburns wasn't coming in, but you can't just attack my mustache. Like that's something I'm still sensitive about because everything else. <laughs> like usually when I have my wolf man on, like I got right now, you know this is kind of somewhat coming in, but my mustache it just hey, is always it, ha- it hits the peak at 85. First of all, salute to everybody that listens to us <laughs> on all digital platforms wherever you podcast. Yeah. I do want to say this if you didn't catch. Oh, us, you know what? I'm on sorry. real 923. Wait, 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 hold on, let me tell this story please, real quick. Man, go ahead. Chuck, this was on the radio we on real 923 <laughs> la's home for hip-hop wow, you did the whole thing okay. and uh we are doing our show called <laughs> homegrown radio every saturday night now from seven to midnight seven to midnight Talk turn us shit. the fuck up Hello. west coast um we're doing our show and uh i i may mention i may have mentioned chuck this mustache and on air well, he says you know y'all. what i'm kind of insecure yeah I'm, I'm insecure about this i'm insecure about my mustache yeah. I, I did because Classic it my, radio It was my wife's birthday the, That day And we all went It was a big dinner We went to And I couldn't I didn't get a chance To get my hair cut So Listen. I was just I was going out there You know looking like Wolfgang You know What the fuck Alright what, what was you Going to say though No I was going to say uh, There's more affiliates That are listening to us now Shout out to our folks Over at Dash Radio Native Rhymes So now Salute they Now they know That I have 84% mustache As well man So uh, shout out to iHeartRadio of course Shout out to iTunes Google Play On everywhere else That everybody's checking in homegrown radio yes i do have 84 percent mustache and it's not going up anytime soon so and this is our first show since the grammys and all that uh, okay i definitely want to talk about this for okay. sure all right now everybody's up in arms about jay-z not winning um uh anything he got yeah. snubbed i, I personally he was eight nominated what five or six eight Oh shit! I fucked up. Now I'm gonna tell you what on, on on GP. I feel like he got snubbed in the sense of okay, this is the first time the Grammys is in New York, like 15 years, yeah. right? He's nominated for eight Grammys, and 
I feel like on that strength, like, okay, they should have gave him something. Yeah. Like one. Just like yeah. maybe album of the year just to kind of pacify him. However, he, they did give him like an icon award. I think it was like the night before or some shit like that. So yeah. he didn't come for no reason. He was your ass off TV. Yeah, exactly. He, he, he was on there for a reason. They so gave he, him some hey, shit. Hey, listen, you want to be on TV, ho? Get yeah. a haircut. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you doing, huh? Well, I'm just saying, that's though. Doing, that's huh? probably what the white folks said to him. But my whole point is this. <laughs> All right, so with 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 um, Kendrick obviously being in that same race, Bruno Mars being in that same race, I don't feel like he got snubbed. I really don't. No, right? I don't. The, and, and everybody's talking about, oh, man, this is not fair. I'm like, dude, like, if it was any other time, any other artist he was going up against, possibly, you know, any other time, I, I would feel like, okay, maybe. Like I said, I can make an argument for maybe album of the year because Bruno had won some shit. Kendrick had won, like, four or five already, like, best rap album and a, and a couple other songs, or a couple other categories. I feel like they maybe should have gave him one, but I don't feel like he got snubbed. I don't think they, nobody should give you nothing. <laughs> That's, that's just my that own is true. Opinion, but that's right? not but we know how to fuck you know. all that pity awards like I just here's the thing right because I was talking to um, somebody about this shit too and they said this is Ho's last chance at winning album of the year he's never won it or whatever the case may be for 444 this yeah. is the most one of the most personal albums he's ever he's ever put out um, and this is pretty much his last shot at winning album of the year okay. amongst the these this caliber of artists you know what I'm saying because I mean he's I, let's be honest Jay Z's on his way out you think so? Yes. Okay. 100% on okay. his way out. I, At I, a point where, did you not hear when they was giving away 444 tickets? Damn, you're right. You're right. I okay. About that. Yeah. They were giving uh, tickets away. We gave some tickets away, yeah, too. You're right. You know what I'm saying? You gave some out yeah, on right. a Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> so, but do you think that's his choice, though? No. Why would I give you some shit I can say? No, no, no. I'm saying his choice as far as wanting to be out. Oh, no, no, no. I don't know. I think he understands the climate, which is why I think he's doing things. If you notice, for 444, when Jay dropped 444, he didn't really do no press like that. He right, didn't hit the right. breakfast club. He didn't do none of the shit that he typically have done previously. Right. He did shit with the dude from LA Times. I mean, from yes. New York Times. CNN. CNN. Right, right. He's on some other shit. Right. And he understands where he's at uh, demographically. Right. Which also, I believe, it gives him... Like a new territory in terms of hip hop, we've never seen hip hop grow up exactly, like this. and that's what I'm saying. He's always been a pioneer, trailblazer. He's always been innovative. He's always been person to lead the pack on doing different innovative shit. He was the first person to do the Samsung shit. True, and you know what I mean. Just different things. He's always done shit his way and done it differently. So I think this new way of doing it is he's transcending hip hop and and taking it into another direction where we can't have mainstream access. Seeing it, I don't remember that. I don't. I don't recall ever seeing a rapper that used to be a drug dealer, I mean, turned turn they, businessman. They've, they've had him. They've no, they, no. I'm saying do what he's doing. Okay. I never saw anybody sit down with the with the exact. I forgot what the dude's title is from um, CNN. C, no, or, from uh, uh, New York Times. Gotcha, was was yeah. he the uh, editor in chief? One, one of the writers. Yeah. One of the. I never. Was it the editor? I've never seen him. I've never seen anyone in hip hop move this way. Okay. That's what I'm saying as far as his business acumen and as far as the things that he's doing in a non-traditional way. Well, I feel like that's paving the way. Why not give somebody like that a Grammy in a few years if they if he happens to drop an album? And that's what I'm telling you. I think that the musical aspect of what he's doing is not as important now as the other shit that he's doing. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But like I, the, the I New York Times shit didn't have. I mean, they talked about his music, right? But it didn't really have nothing to do with his music, right? He was talking about life and business acumen and and where he's going and his mental shit. Yeah. And then and then when he did the sit down with um, what's the boy that tried to steal artistic shit? Uh, Elliot Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. When he tried to Shout when he sat title. down with Elliot. <laughs> what? We'll talk about that. Shout out the title. 
Shout out to Title. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Pick up the homegrown podcast. Hello. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we won't. Hey, you can sell our shit for like two weeks and then, you know, hey. So, anyway, West Coast. So, so anyway, uh, damn, that shit just threw me off. I just. Well, my 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 point is nobody's ever done what what, what Jay is doing. Which I feel like he's paving the way. So, why not give a Grammy to somebody like that? Because the landscape. There's no Grammy category for that. Listen, music is changing. You never never know. The way shit is. Well, create a category for for doing cool shit outside of the the studio. But the thing is, okay, let's let's talk about this then. And and maybe I, I don't know too much about it, but in terms of Grammys, is it based off music? There's a Grammy committee. Now, listen. Okay, go ahead. Is it based off of the impact of music or is it based off the music itself? I don't know. Okay, and so it's about that that's what I'm that's what I'm trying to say. It's like based off of that this this new wave of what's going on, there's new people that's probably signing up for the Grammy committee right now. That's a part of it. And the people are oh, definitely signing up. Exactly. Okay. So with you, you're you're a person that's into music, right? I'm into music and I'm also into impact and what shit means. Okay. So if that's the case, then th- that that has nothing well that has something to do with it but in that case like the impact is more important then and whoever's vo- voting it if you say like damn Jay came out and did some shit like what I respect about this whole situation with Jay right he he didn't do it the, the conventional way he didn't do it the, the, the traditional way he did it his own way and yeah it may not like I was arguing with my nephew about this shit today he was like man I feel like he got it. I'm like you gotta understand the Grammys is all about popularity you know what I'm saying 100% we were all we were all up in arms when with Good Kid Mad City then when uh, rap album the best Rap out, yeah, but we was being racist. No, we weren't. We 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 were being we, it solid. We were we saw Kendrick's impact on a on a on a local level and felt like it was on some national shit. And yeah, some people might have been like, yeah, okay, Macklemore shouldn't have got that shit. Mm-hmm. But Macklemore had a more popular fucking song, a more popular movement at the time. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's what I'm trying to explain to, or that now I'm trying to explain to you. My point being, mm-hmm. we can never go off popularity because popularity is 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 dramatically dependent on numbers and. There are more white people than everything else. So, just like in LA, you know how this shit works right, because right. we do our radio shit. Right. We dictate the culture. Mm-hmm. We don't move it. Right. The, the what moves the culture is once people like what we're doing and then they adopt it or or they adopt it or they grab they they start to uh, duplicate it. Gotcha. So what I'm saying is. If if good just going back to what you just said, if Good Kid, Mad City was a more impactful record, it's still not going to be the most popular, except in the communities where it's uh, it's 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 widely accepted amongst the urban community versus the more popular. If it's not popular amongst white people, it can't be popular nationally because there's just more white people. Is what I'm saying. Okay, what I'm saying is that I think that. With the impact that certain artists shout out to my white friends, happy <laughs> with, birthday, Alex. Yeah, happy birthday, Alex. With with the impact of what I, what I'm, I guess my whole point is that more people are being aware of what's going on. So you, therefore, you have more people like yourself. Like out of this whole situation, because you you threw some tweets out there. Oh no, I went in right. Yeah, and and somebody called you out. They said, well, "Why don't you sign up?" Exactly, and it, you're gonna do it, right? Yes. So yes. which means it's gonna be one more person that's not. Outside the culture, so to speak. Agreed. That's going to be so. Just think about how many people have signed up and now are part of the process that weren't a part of uh, a part of it last year. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a part of it in the next five years. That may not have to worry about it being a popularity contest. It's more of people that are within the culture and really see the impact. I really, I really hope that that's the direction that we're going. And also, so uh, which is why I'm saying that it may. I hear what you're saying. It's our Jay Z's last time, but I, it may not. Who knows? In five years, what the fuck? He, that motherfucker might run for president. You never know. And I do want to point out that uh, who won Song of the Year? Was Bruno Mars? Yeah, no, it was a uh, Kendrick Brown song. Of the, no, no, song of the year, not rap. 
Oh, okay. Oh, song of the year was Bruno Mars over over Kendrick and Despacito. That's some bullshit because Despacito was the biggest song of the fucking year mm. in internationally. True. That motherfucker was on every goddamn sta- that motherfucker got played on country stations. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> You know that what I'm saying? True. That is true. You you ever seen a motherfucking you ever seen a motherfucking <laughs> redneck hillbilly dancing the Despacito? Bull ride motherfucker. No, ask him what Despacito. You heard this song? Goddamn Despacito. Goddamn, I heard them goddamn, goddamn Despacito. Shit, them motherfuckers bring that shit over the goddamn wall and got me singing it all motherfucking. I'm telling you, oh Despacito was the biggest song. So that shit got won. that shit broke records on on streaming. That's true. And, and I, I don't know Like I think that I was arguing With one of my friends About this shit And I think that Bruno Mars Just made a song That everybody can dance to Bruno Mars is, is a genius mm-hmm. I mean He got his You know Alleged uh, Drug What? Oh okay You know Coke allegations And shit like that Sniff sniff But whatever gets the job done You know what I'm saying Anyway So you're saying The cocaine was the reason Why he won I'm not saying that All I'm saying is that that So you said the grams To the Grammys Is that what you're saying From grams to Grammys Hello Wow Shout to Hove That's what you're doing Anyway all right, so I guess I'm gonna just I'm gonna just say this I I would I'm taking I got called out On Instagram Shout out to Ugly Ass Arrow Um, Arrow ugly as a motherfucker A-Y-I-R-O yeah, but he called me out on Instagram. He's like, yo, if you got a problem with how they do in the Grammys, why don't you be a part of the, <laughs> part of the voting process? Like, and I hate when yeah. people that's not as smart as me he got you. intellectually he got you. out with me. It bothers me. I, 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 I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I want to see. I, w- I wish I could have seen your face the oh. moment you read that shit. No, because it, it, I have a problem <laughs> when people I look at as inferior intellectually He's out with me. That's, that's a real insecurity I got. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? So... Who? You're not here yet. Yeah, here. Curtis King is in the background, but he's not here yet. Okay. All right. All right. So he's a part of the Grammy. Whatever the fuck it is. Okay. I don't know. He, they can't hear him because he wasn't on the microphone. Okay. My bad. So he wasn't here. We didn't just hear that. Yeah, we didn't just hear that. Okay. All right. So anyway, we Curtis, don't do, we don't do, Curtis King. Is we don't, he fucked the reveal yeah, up. Yeah, we don't do but, um, post-production. But God damn it. Curtis you know King is here. Shit. Anyway, <laughs> that, I'm going to start touching on that. Dude, this is the second This is the second thing, and then, we'll, and then we can move on. Okay. Um. I want to talk real quick, real briefly about like we speaking on insecurities. I have a real problem with these women and their insecurities and them dishing the shit off on on other people. Because I noticed like in in hip hop, right? Okay. There's a lot of there's a lot of this. Um, what she like? I don't like how they pinning like Nicki against against Cardi, Cardi mm-hmm. and all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, yeah. and and Cardi, to my knowledge, has never really said nothing about Nicki. She don't want no problems. Is that what it is? No, not like that. But she, uh, you just said it like it was. No, no, she don't want to. Like, okay, for example, like myself, I'm a type of person. I don't want no problems. Like, I don't. And let now, unless you start some shit with me, right? It's it, we can go there. But I don't. I'm not a natural person that wants no problems like that. Yeah. I feel like Cardi's the same way. She don't want no fucking problems. Now, if you pin her up against the wall, like, okay, yeah. then you back her against the corner. She might show that fucking New York side. I think that. I think that. Um, Spice me on my own personal opinion. I uh-huh. wish that people could just really embrace the next wave. Mm-hmm. Like if, if Nikki, you, Nikki, no, she know where she's at in her career, and she know she know Cardi got the wave right now. Embrace that. But shit. that that's that's boiling down to other people's insecurities. Actually, it's funny that you say that. That's why. I, I that's why I said that. Safari was on. I think Everyday Struggle before it started struggling. He was on there. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Everyday Struggle. She was struggling right you now. You know what I'm saying? Some LA niggas on there. Man, straight West up. Coast. Um, he was on there talking about how. Right and again, this is all subjective because he's our ex, so take it for what it's worth. But he basically said that she knows that she, meaning Nikki, knows that Cardi has that wave and she doesn't like that shit at all. Really? 
She don't like that shit And hence why She didn't come to the, They weren't in the video together For motorsport Right Why she's not really She's she's openly embraced her on Twitter But I mean When have you seen a video of them together did, Okay this is the question I got did, did Nikki tweet it With the feature At I am Cardi B Or did she take Did she did If she deleted her shit That's petty you gotta go back and look at that yeah, shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, really curious about that. Go research that. Yeah, we gotta figure that out. All right, but yeah, go ahead. Um, you talking about inferior? Speaking of somebody that's, oh man, I don't want to. I guess I'm gonna call her inferior, but somebody that brought some shit up 20, what, 24, 24 years later. I think it's twenty four years. Um, I saw some news, uh, a headline break that Ayanna Jackson. You might not know who this is. You know who Ayanna Jackson is, Tomas, Kurt. Tomas like, you know, know that he, yeah, he, he, he saw the headline. <laughs> he like, man, you don't say. So you don't say. You don't say she ain't gonna get me in trouble. <laughs> uh, shit like that. My girl, listen to your shit now. Um, Ayanna Jackson is the young lady who accused Tupac of sexually assault, sexual assault uh, back in '94. Mm-hmm. Now she's finally on camera now talking about the whole incident. She um, got a bag. Fix her teeth. Probably so. <laughs> She's done interviews before, but this is the first time she's been on camera, and she talked to none other than Mr. Vlad TV. Man, Vlad, man, he's getting. I just don't. He's getting. All right, go ahead, go ahead, because I'm fuck that. Do you? I wonder if they pay for those interviews, bro. Just go ahead. Okay, no, I'm just saying because I start talking about him and then. No, it's not even about that. But I'm just saying, like, I wonder what would make her speak up after all this time. Like she, she doesn't seem to be promoting anything. It's coming out very, very random. Jackson, Jackson, Ayanna Jackson. You missed your, you missed your your window. Okay, Man, that's, that's it's your window should have been the release weekend. All eyes. <laughs> that would have been the perfect time. That was your that was your window to get a bag, fix your teeth. But what do but, you what do you do at that point? Like you do you have to like low key promote something, or it's just the awareness of hey, that was me. That let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, Chuck. Shit, I know because you married. You yeah. do that old bullshit. Here we go. You don't follow nope. Instagram chicks. I don't, and you don't like nope. them. But nope. you've seen an Instagram chick or two. No, don't say. <laughs> what are they promoting? They promoting, they're promoting their 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 quote unquote good looks, right? So they can host parties. No, that's that in, in that in theory. That's, that's what they what think they promote. That's what they're promoting because you have people that are jumping in their DMs that are, that are, that are saying, "Hey, when you're in this city, I got fifteen hundred for you to come host One Oak or this." They do that as a secondary. That's an auxiliary source of income for them. They don't do that to promote parties or to to get. They promote that shit because they like attention. Exactly. But what comes with attention? More attention. Money. In their case, money. Listen, Chuck. I feel you. Hold on. Hold on. We live completely different lives. You're right. You're right. Let me step back. Yeah. Step back. I'm about to say, goddamn it. Let me. You know, I don't want to expose. and I don't want to do this and put myself out there, but. I have frequented an Instagram chick or two. Okay. And it's not about money. They don't know. They don't know. They don't know how to enterprise themselves. They are in it for the fucking attention. You're right. Just because they don't know how to enterprise themselves, that doesn't mean that they aren't going to recoup what's going on. Like, like they're going to want the bag. They want the bag, but they want the fame more than they want the bag. Uh, Just like people we work with would pr- would prefer to promote themselves via social media and uh, promote themselves via our this and our that, our okay. plat- different various platforms, mm-hmm. than to actually do the work to get the bag and fix the teeth. Got you. West what Coast. If, what if? But I'm saying, like, what if that is their angle? Their angle is 
twerking or taking shots uh you know what i'm saying taking booty shots or you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. body shots mm-hmm. that's their angle that's their way of getting attention yes you're right attention is what they're seeking but if they're like yo i can get something for this attention why not go that why why not go that route versus let me bring up this motherfucking business plan uh, listen i'm gonna call a spade a spade I hear you. Um, I, hear I feel you. like I feel like Ayanna Jackson. I mean, it's terrible what you had to go through. I don't necessarily know if Pac did it or not. I personally don't. I don't like her story, man. I don't I, personally. I didn't watch your interview. I'm gonna I, tell you I like, barely watched the Superhead like video that. on Vlad TV, <laughs> and that was very interesting. But I don't really fuck with that channel like that. Yeah. So I haven't watched your interview. But you know, I don't me, know I'm, if this happened to you or not. I don't want to be the Me Too, be right, involved right. in all that shit. But. I do. I will say this: You missed your window. Okay, yeah. all eyes on me. Release weekend. So Goddamn, it was like April. Something. What was Pac's birthday? Uh, it was September. September. No, no, I'm sorry. June was his birthday. June yeah. something. That's when your window was. Man. Hey, look, I'm the girl in the leopard dress on the wall. That was your window. Here's my story. Here's my story. It kinda would. Like, you would have got a bag. Kind of like how if me, that's what it was about. Kind of like how Michelle did it. Michelle right around straight out of Compton. Right, right out of straight out of Compton. She's West like, Coast. Nah, 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 nah. This is what really happened. Damn. Well, anyway, you heard about your boy uh, Blake, Blake Griffin? Yeah, fuck that. I'm a Laker. Lakers, Lakers, Lakers all day. Um, West Coast. I was, Shout to Matt Barnes though. That's my nigga. He, uh, I was, I was kind of surprised that they let him go though. Not gonna even lie. Like that's right now. Clippers, I don't care. Clippers went back to JV. Hey Matt. Hey, you know what it is? They got back. having budget issues, huh? I think that I was talking to um, our boss Doc Winter today about uh, about the Clippers shit, and he said that he thinks it's due to budget issues. He's gonna he goes to a lot of Clipper games. He's mm-hmm. you know he a big boss. He got the seats and all that. And he yeah. said that, that the attendance no, no, attendance uh, is not really up to par at the Stable Center during the Clippers games, which they make it look incredible on fucking social media. Oh my God, it's so, it's to the rafters on fucking social media. But you know what I'm saying? They try to they try to sex play the Lakers like we ain't the motherfucking niggas with all the banners. Yeah, man, nah. It, it, Lakers are still it. the number one team, and anybody that tell you otherwise is lying to themselves. All right, I, so look, I had to. Uh, me, I shot uh, Clipper Daryl uh, a DM. I had to give him the one eight hundred number from Logic because yeah, I know he's kind of yeah. You know, yeah. Like and I, I do want to point this out. That song that Logic did one eight hundred, it's amazing. I just don't want to hear that shit. Okay? That's random as fuck. I don't want to hear that shit. I'm tired of it. And I understand where, what it represents. I know people that have died in tragic through through suicide and all that shit. I know people personally. Yeah. But fuck my life. Yeah, man. I don't want to hear that shit no more. Side note, I mean, on, on, on that note, actually, if you want to check, we posted a video too, man. It was a, an old video from Montreality, but they chopped up um, a little clip from an interview with Ab Soul. And he's talking about um, just encouraging people not to go that route. And I, I think it was really, really dope for him to talk about. He kind of got choked up in the middle middle of it, obviously. But uh, check that video out on homegrownradio.net, man. It's, it's, a, it's a real dope um, little little word from Ab Soul, man. And speaking of somebody that knows Ab Soul very well. That Segway. Segway. I'm getting good with these segways. Yeah, That's kind of right. radio. Carson. He oh, has my man. voice as well. The homie's been here. I think he's ha- has the record. If not him, maybe Noah James. I'm 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 not sure. That's been here at Homegrown the most. Right. The most uh, features here at Homegrown Radio. Hey. Our brother, he's got he's got the author fit on because yeah. he is an author now, producer. 
I don't know if he's a rapper anymore. We'll talk about that in just a he second. He came here with the hard bottoms on. He came in here with the motherfucking hard bottoms. He got the hard Ice. bottoms. And his mustache is at 100%. And Man, Sweeney I'm, the I'm camera upset. over here. Uh, yeah. We got, mother- see this shit we got right I here. wasn't even going to bring that up. Curtis, Curtis King. King. What up, hey, Kurt? What's up? What's the word? Hey, you in here looking like the motherfucking... Black Panthers, Amunda, wow, King of of Emperors in this motherfucker, and more, all that. I, I feel it. I like that. <laughs> he got the Blade Trinity fit on. I fuck <laughs> with it. <laughs> getting them all, oh, man. You know what I'm saying? Here. Deacon Deacon King, Deacon yes. King. Yes. West now, Coast. Now, now, talk to us about this. <laughs> I, I definitely want you to plug your shit because you can't right now. You, this is what you're here for. Okay. All right. Okay. Don't. T- despite what this man may say. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I'll let him yeah. plug his shit. Yeah, but plug your <laughs> shit right now. Um, but. but the 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 book, man. Talk about the book that you got out right now, and then you can go and pick it up if you like to. Because right. we're gonna be on camera yeah, right. as well. As you book. said that, yeah. I, like, I got brought copies. There we go. I brought copies. So, uh, this book was a two year process called the Prosperous Hip Hop Producer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it started off when I, I made a video when I was going through a bunch of life changes. Yeah, and um, I made a video for YouTube. And if people don't know the story, you know, I, I, I've been an artist for about ten years. Mm-hmm. And I made a video called The Biggest Lie in Hip Hop where right. I talked about I as, remember that. As, as sort of a middle-aged rapper, there's a divide between the OGs and the young heads we just and nobody's trying to have a conversation. Yeah. And I was like, well, who gonna listen to either, so, either who, who's, who's a person that they're willing to listen to? Well, I'm not too old <laughs> to, to relate to somebody that's a younger head and right. I'm not too young for an older head to feel like he can resonate with some of the same things. So right. I made this video and Shout out to like 70,000 views on Facebook in 24 hours. I never had a music video that did that. Right. Never had, you know, I didn't shot stuff on Red Cam. This video was me turning around my iPhone. And I sat there and had a conversation six minutes. And in the midst of that video kind of moving around, I talked about a book that changed my life called The Go-Giver. And I just was like, you know, you never know with Twitter. You never know who you can reach. So I just shared it. I shared the video. Mm-hmm. The authors of the book reached out to me, followed me, and then went to the video and said it brought them, brought them to tears. And I'm like, your wow. book changed my life. So in the midst of this, I'm not even thinking about a book. Then an independent publisher um, you know, named Maurice Bassett just hits me up in my, my, my little contact form on my website. And I'm thinking, like, this got to be somebody playing a joke. He said, mm-hmm. you know, I watched your video. I was touched. And I feel like you have a book in you. And I'm like, what? you know, at the time I was 32, mm-hmm. 32, maybe 31. But I was like, a, a book. I was thinking that's more Some 40, sexual like 40, 42. Well, I wouldn't know. Nah, you got a book in you. You know, <laughs> that, if that's what your mind was. I was like, I got now, a book. I, when I you think about thinking, that, you think about 40s, 50s, you think a little older. Like when I when I, when I I have accomplished some things that, you know, somebody would want to pick up a stranger's book. I automatically go with age, but I feel you. You're right. Age, You're you know, absolutely right. Because even like when you think about Bagu, Gucci man, you mm-hmm. see his book that he has out. He's going through some stories stuff, that I right. want to see documented. Right. I want to hear his his account on it. And so when he approached me with that, I had no idea. I just said, you know, I said possibly. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of gave me some resources. The first thing for anybody that wants to ever write a book, write the table of contents first. Damn. And that was something I didn't realize how important it is. I wrote the table of contents because at first I was just writing about everything that happened in Carson. <laughs> Man, look. Yeah. What it happened? Hey, this is what happened. Niggas got shot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was scattered. Oh, this this book would have been a blog post <laughs> yeah. if it wasn't for that. So, <laughs> so I was running off stories trying to think of like things that would be influential because I knew it was going to be about production. Right. Because the, the, uh, the, the gentleman that that approached me he has a series called the prosperous so it'd be like the prosperous uh, mm. uh photographer the mm-hmm. prosperous dj the process life coach got you and uh 
he wanted me to do the prosperous producer. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking like, okay, well, my prosperity comes in the form of the business that I decided to take on after I sort of uh, uh, went the opposite direction of the industry. Mm -hmm. uh, that business is the prosperity, but there's a story of how it got there and what it looks like, what success looks like for, for individuals in 2018. Yeah. Is it always just the person with the credits or yeah. is it always this? And so as I went through the story, as I had all of these chapters lined up, I just started literally getting on a tape recorder and ranting them out. That's what he told me, ran out these, these chapters. And then once you have sort of these rants, now you can sit down in front of the computer, write them out, and then go into detail on the sections that you didn't go into much detail. Right. Got you. So then I did that, and then it ended up being where I did less and less from the tape recorder. Two years later, the, the majority of the process was the editing. Mm. You know, I, I had a great editor, Chris imagine. Nelson from uh, from Seattle. Great editing, and, and he helped me through the process, but... I, it's it's hard to believe that this is sitting in front of me that I can like physically give somebody my story yeah. within this book. 240 pages. It got uh, QR codes that basically, as I'm telling you a story, mm -hmm. and I say, this beat battle had this influence on me. Oh, before you turn the page, pu pull your phone out and watch the video of oh, the beat battle. Oh, shit. So it's kind of like a smart, smart. I like that. Smart I like having one of the books on us, please. Here you go. So you can actually experience what's going on versus just read about them or, or or go from your perspective you can see it firsthand that's the beauty of living in 2018 oh my God. is that somebody can use that qr scanner and go straight there ah uh, i see it yeah. straight to the story says, scan the qr code to hear the soup so show them on the on the page maybe maybe if you're you looking at this, this right, right now here, see if you can scan this real quick get a little <laughs> get a little perspiration real quick it's a real qr saying? code yeah that's so, really innovative i fuck with that gotta have that. i like so, that um i like that I like that fusion of modern and then also going back to what you said about about what y'all was just talking about age. Yeah. I think we put an age on books because we think it's an old thing. Absolutely. Yeah, we yeah, related yeah. to all oh, look at that old nigga over there reading right, on the book. Right, but right. I didn't get into books either until I started really paying attention to I tell I really started to want to be informed mm. about things that and people who are serious about informing people right, write that's fucking what, books. That's what they do. That's what they do. Coming I mean, honestly, you gotta think about it. If you take all of your compilation of, of Facebook posts, these long winded posts, mm -hmm. and even like if you're a blogger, you've probably already written a book. Touché. It's just all over chapters. It's all, all over the fucking place. It's, so so that's it's that scatter shit you were talking about. And I'll tell you, you know, I've read a lot of books, you know, that I've come across that interest me. But the books that I know that have been massively successful, like there's one that um, right now, it's an orange book that you see in Barnes & Noble. And I think it's called The Subtle Art of Not Giving I Fuck. love that book. Mark you know, Manson. amazing. Yeah, Shout yes. out to Mark Manson. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. see, that's how books have to be made for it to be a newer thing. So as I read those books, as I read books by Gary Vee, yeah. he's literally talking. Like I can hear his tone in the writing. Right, right. 100%. That's the kind of stuff you need for, for this generation. That's exactly. Stuff. To consume it, yeah. It can't be like the old textbooks we came up because I didn't want to read those. Right. Right, right, it took right. me getting out of school before I started reading. Mm. As crazy as that sounds, I didn't like reading in school. Right. Only thing I liked reading was like the catcher and a ride. That was the only thing. But when I got out, I started reading textbooks where I was like, okay, these are people actually talking to me just mm. through the platform of this. And so that spawned the audiobook, which mm. that was a 16-hour process. Wow. I did the so audiobook. Audio you did it yourself? Um, the, the publisher took care of all of this. Bad. I'm thankful that that I had that assistance along no, the way. No, I'm saying, did you, did you, did you voice it? Oh, I voiced it, yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I like that. I got to tell my story. No, the right. thing is, like, I got stories of when I got first Is place. that available right now? It's available right now. Not the audiobook. Not the audiobook. Oh, okay. That's mid-February. He wants to focus. Oh, it'll be out. By, focus by the time people see this, it'll be it'll Oh, be out. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's focused right now on that paperback, but there's going to be a hardback, and there's going to be 
the the uh, now explain audiobook. that. Explain that before you move on. Explain yeah. the difference between a hardback and a paperback because I don't know the fucking difference. Yeah, well, hardback that those are lit- literally usually in, in, in limited uh, in limited supply mm-hmm. because it costs more to make. It's almost like when you look and see like your grandma got that Bible that's been around for about uh, 50 years. Mm-hmm. It's, to, it's literally a hardback. Those, those books basically. last longer. Yeah, Even okay. the, the pages feel a bit different. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, they're just more sturdy. So. I always wonder why people did like why people wanted to do that. But I understand like it does. Because that's some longer. industry. Yeah. T- that That's some inner industry shit. Sure. Like when people say, oh, no, I'm putting out a paperback and I'm going to put out a hardback. Right. Like we don't know what the fuck people. Be. I don't know. But I never like, knew that. It's like, I mean, and you we, we had this conversation. Why do people still do violence? Finals. Mm. But it's it, it becomes legacy it, it becomes a novelty item right, at that yeah, point, yeah. right? So then that that's to me that's what the hardback is. And, and I was telling the publisher, I was like, I think the majority of my audience is going to consume this on a PDF, one hundred percent. And and because that's where they found me at, they right. found me on YouTube, they found me through the social medias, and that's what ended up happening. But uh, the way the book is broken up, every single chapter is another process of a beat making. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, I say like one chapter is called the kick, okay. But I don't tell uh, you how to make a kick, right? right I'm telling right. you. Uh, I take I take a quote from like a homie of mine. Like Awesome had a quote in there where it said, "The kick is the heartbeat of a drum loop." Oh, so then I break uh, down like the heartbeat of my grind from from being so Carson, you know, from my mother, from all these things that go into that. Do you know um, the table of contents by heart? I'm a, I'm gonna read this because this is okay. this is so interesting to me. Sure, sure. Um, chapter one is the tempo. Chapter two is the snare. Right. Chapter three is the kick. Four, the swing. Five, the hi-hats. Six, the sample. Seven, the melody. Mm-hmm. Eight, the bass. Mm-hmm. Nine, structure the beat. Ten, mix the beat. Eleven, play the beat. Twelve, share the beat. Thirteen. Thirteen oh, is that's good. Uh, the producer Nor. There you go. There it is. Wait, one more time. I missed it. I don't want to fuck that re- up. I had to read that on a bunch of different <laughs> times. So, yeah, don't, no worries. The but producer Nor. The producer Nor. The, the, the combination ah, of being a producer and entrepreneur at the same time. Got you. So I was um, like, I'm like, because I, I, I don't necessarily got all the bars on my signal. You sure. know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not the strongest signal on that. a cell phone. I don't believe that. That's part of your, not, I don't believe that. I don't believe that for a second. So don't, don't play on So when I look at this word, I'm like, this ain't in the English language. Sure. One. And two, sure. you finna have me sound like an asshole trying to pronounce this word. But you know what it is? The you, producer nor. Producer nor. But you, I like you know what that, to me, is important is that as you hear in all of these stories that come out about producers who didn't get their money, mm-hmm. producers who instead of going to taking it to a legal place, they take it to Twitter. Right. And they want people to rally around their, rally around their fuck up. Mm. Yeah. I look at it as a producer and I'm like, that's your opportunity to go either. Either you set that as the, the, the tempo when you first went into that studio right, session right, right. or something legitimately happened and you were speaking to the wrong people about business. Oh, shit. Like, I think a lot of times producers go speak to the artists about business and speak to the business about about the art mm-hmm. you can't get God, mad it's like right. me speaking another language to somebody who speaks another language like you can't be mad that they don't understand what's going here on on that on right. that level right so i think the majority of my career has been that where you know i i would think that because we're cool because we have relationships all of a sudden that equals out to something else that's neither my fault or the other that book the art the subtle art of giving or not giving a fuck he tells you there's a difference between fault and responsibility 100 yeah and so there's so many things that happened during my career during my story like stuff that i probably haven't even shared with y'all i've known y'all for years yeah. but 
the whole basis of it is that I'm not a victim. I'm at fault for this, but it's, I'm not at fault for everything that happened, but it was my responsibility to change it. Right? I like that. So Will Smith so, just posted some shit too on, on, on Instagram, like Instagram yeah, story. I feel like you read the book. I feel exactly. like you read like, the book. Verbatim yeah. of what you're saying right now, that's just yeah. crazy. I think he, he dig it. He read, I, that was in the uh, subtle art of not giving a fuck by, by Mark. Yeah, Word. He, that was a, like a really important part about it. But um, that's what I noticed is that a lot of my peers had gotten so used to being somebody else's employee or waiting for somebody else to give them an alley-oop that they become so dependent and then they look up 15 years from now and then they wonder why they don't have the same respect as a Hell dude yeah. that just came in 17, 18 who said, look, from the jump, my pops already told me about the business. So mm -hmm. this is what I expect. When you set the bar low, you can't expect for things to fly over it because people have a good heart. Yeah. And I think that that's the re the reason why that's so beneficial, not just to producers, but for anybody who wants to build something from the bottom. It helps them realize that, you know, there's going to be a lot of nights where it's just you in the nightlight. Mm. Yeah, you, and, yeah. and it's a lot of folks around you that even folks that love you who they're not. If you're not given the vision, you know, you're not given the responsibility. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times when we get the vision, we get so excited about it. We want to share it with everybody, but it's not everybody's vision. Yeah, yeah. So, so many times I tried to share like, man, I see this generation of producers, of folks who are making their money offline, who are servicing other independent rappers from here to Germany. And I didn't, I didn't know what it was going to look like, but that's what ended up being CurtisKingBeats.com. And that's what segues a book to make even make any sense. So now as, as I do that, I tell you, when I tried to go back to the music uh, for, for Somersault, and, and I, it did well, you know, that Somersault and Jubilee year both went number four on the iTunes hip-hop charts, it, I didn't feel like I was in the right, it, it didn't add up. Mm. It didn't add up. I felt like an employee again. Mm, you still weren't fulfilled. I, I was, not even just the fulfillment. The fulfillment is, it, I could find it in, in that, right? Okay. I think the fulfillment is a personal thing. You made an excellent post about that the other day, Head, about this is all made up shit in our head. This yeah. happiness thing, all yeah. of these things that we think we're entitled to. Yeah. You're not guaranteed nothing. We're creating these things in our mind. Mm. So, you know, uh, one of the people I study is Tony Robbins, and he says two things that actually make us happy and fulfilled. You know, there's things that we all desire. Uh, we have six human needs, but the two needs that make us happy are growth and fulfillment. If you're not growing and not for, sorry, growth and contribution. If you're not growing or contributing to something that's bigger than you, yep. you're gonna be obsessing over other things. The other four are primal needs. Yeah. These yep. are your spiritual needs, mm -hmm. right? The primal needs are we have a need for uh, for certainty. Mm -hmm. We we want to make sure that when you right, turn the light on, come, come, come on, right? Yeah, yeah. We have a need for uncertainty. Mm -hmm. We want like surprise birthday parties, right, we like right. all these different things happening. We have a happy need. early birthday, Lupe. Happy birthday, Lupe. Yeah, happy birthday. Yeah, he's like, uh, Lupe. We have a need for significance. Mm -hmm. We want to feel significant, and um, the the uh, the fourth one is love and affection, mm -hmm. right? If you find three of these, they become an addiction. Uh, so when you think about social media, it's know, possible man. for people to get three of those primal needs taken care of yeah. and ignore the one that actually makes them happy. So you're talking about Instagram. Yeah. You know, Insta Instagram, I don't want to call them thoughts, but yeah. Instagram uh, young ladies <laughs> who get out there, you know. Instagram young ladies. Instagram young ladies who get, get out there. Who get out there. <laughs> Here's the thing about it. You're satisfying the need for significance. You feel significant because you got a certain amount of followers. Mm -hmm. You get certainty by putting up, you know, very like scanned pictures. Right, 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 and you feel a love and affection by all these dudes who are thirsting over you. Hitting the lights, jumping in the DMs. Anything that you do becomes an addiction. the The key is to try to link in one of those spiritual needs, which is growth and contribution. Mm. So there's nothing wrong with wanting to be feeling significant, right? But if you feel significant because you give to this population of kids, or, or whatever it is that you, is the cause that you're behind, you feel you feel that. I feel fulfilled because I know that 
the information that I'm given was never given to me. Mm. And I always came up in a generation I was like, well, the game is to be sold and not to be told. Right. And it was like, there's a lot of things pimps say I don't necessarily agree <laughs> with. A lot of parts of their lifestyle yeah. that we just kind of take right, on because right, it's hip-hop. Right, yeah. right. But I can't just, I can't <laughs> exactly ride with everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, it's hip-hop because we, like, hmm. we just like put a blanket over it and it's like, it's cool, but not to be too long with it. But I, I, I say, when I started owning the things that I that I was repeating, owning the lifestyle that I was living, owning the things that I just was considering the norm because of the industry my, I'm in, and I took a second. It took me having to get off of social media, back up for a second. I was like, I had to re, really reanalyze a lot of stuff. You know, that's when I realized that, you know, we are only given the, the time that we're given. Yeah, well, I definitely want to talk about yeah. your 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 purge from the social media. You're, Absolutely, you're, 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 you're cleansing yourself from that because I know that's got to be one <laughs> yeah, you're thing. You're not better than us. But before that, man, chapter Just eleven, you. <laughs> West Coast, <laughs> chapter eleven, play the beat. When I think about placements, I try to put myself in the mindset of what the artist needs. That's from the homie Siege, producer. Now we were talking about people getting their credits. You obviously gave him credit on that, but does he get a percentage of the book? What for that quote? Yeah, for that quote, I mean, he you. get a percentage of the of the, of the text right. message and a thank you. He definitely got a percentage of that. No, no, I I reached out to folks and I right. you know I reached out to THX. Mm -hmm. You know, even like this folks who are quoted in that book who probably don't even know. Like even like like Salad. Yeah, Salad said out, something right. real crazy about hi hats. He was like, the energy of a beat changes when the hi hats come in, uh -huh. and it's stuff that I latched onto. Even Jay Business, I ain't talked to Jay Business in years. Yeah, but he had a quote where he was like, the character, the, the snare is the character of a of a beat. Uh -huh. And I was like, this is a brilliant thing. That I've seen either on Twitter or just having conversations. Right, right. But I think the the these you know, you, you, I would rather share the homies quotes. Absolutely, no, I got you. Than a bunch of stuff out here that you know that we've already recycled and seen. Right now, yeah. Now I, I, I only bring it up because I think it's just is the irony in produ production and you know you hear all this stuff right now as far as who's getting credit for what and not the right. you know that's that's always the conversation with production I think, that, right. think that's just funny as well oh the irony of the, the credits yeah, exactly of the credits. Yeah, just no, like, like okay well no I gave you a credit now nah, but the credit I'm talking about I want some change in my pocket like yeah, nah yeah. bro like come on man yeah. so, talk oh no I, I want to know about your, your 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 walk away from social media man yeah. your, what was your I somewhat kind of know the decision to do that but I really sure. want to go through the process of how were you able to do it and and the temptations that came along with it and, and, right. and going back into it? Well, I'll tell you this. I'm glad he said what he said because I think certain people may feel a, a, a sense of like, I'm better than you mm -hmm. by being able to step away from it. Oh, y'all are, are the sheep. Y'all still own that. <laughs> yeah. And that wasn't my decision at all. It wasn't some hierarchy in my brain that said I need to do this. It just life got crazy and I can't really speak to, to all the details, but life got to the point where it's like, I... I just kept seeing my name getting slandered. Mm. And it was in the midst of some of the greatest news that I have ever experienced. Mm. The fact that, you know, my, my lady is, is 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 having a baby. I'm having man, a son. Congratulations. And congratulations man. to you yeah, as well. Man, Thank absolutely, you. Absolutely. Absolutely. In the midst of all this going on, it was like a lot of things that, you know, obviously my my, my life was going underneath a dramatic change from right. what people were used to seeing. And in the midst of all of this, my grandmother passes away. Oh shit. When I'm seeing my name being slandered, and the thing is, like, it's not even just the slander from where it came from. That don't bother me because I, I expect that. But it's sort of the people that fall in line with it and just kind of like take it on face value. Right. It just gets to the point where it's like, what are we doing here on this social media? Mm -hmm. We're not socializing in real life. What's going on here? I got to step away. Right. And stepping away wasn't a. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a 30 day fast from right. social media. It wasn't like something I'm. Gonna, I didn't think to even share the story, mm -hmm. but. Every day that I took away and I decided, okay, 
instead of using this day and some folks probably don't even realize i forget the name of the app but there's an app that traces how many hours you stay on social media wow right and so when i got that app as an eye open i didn't even want to see the numbers no more because it was like 12 hours of my life were just dedicated on. between just three social medias crazy and that was just from checking it constantly like how many times do we check it and don't even like acknowledge that we're checking it's like right, a habit right. now yes yeah, it is it's, it's habitual, very habitual we'll get sure. into a room and if we don't know nobody boom boom yeah don't even we're not even looking for right, nothing right and sometimes so I, even without that it's just it's a habit for sure it's just what we do so when i got that app and i saw that the app literally was kicking me off of social medias anyways yeah but then um <laughs> Every day that passed by, I started consuming books and I started realizing, you know, one thing that I read was that when you wake up, it's a bar. When you wake up, your brain moves in 10.5 wave cycles every morning. And what that means is that whatever comes into your into your attention span mm-hmm. within the first 10 minutes is literally going to determine the mood of your day. Wow. Shit. So if the first thing you do is grab a cell phone and somebody's on the other side of the world or other side of the, the US and they're like, today is a shitty day. You automatically That's affected. the first, not automatically, not yet, not yet. It happens after you get up, mm. you stub your toe on the bed. You're like, mm. that's sucks. Mm. You go you go to your, your, your the bathroom to brush your teeth, the toothpaste gone. You're like, oh, oh shit, whatever. Right. You try to put your toast in, the toast burns. Damn. It just, it, just, it just happens to right, be one of those right, days. Right, you right. get in traffic, somebody cuts you off. You know what, this is a shitty day. You haven't even got to work yet. Mm. So the first you only an hour into your day. You only an hour into your day, and then on top of that, as if it wasn't bad enough that you consume that from the jump at lunchtime after you at work, <laughs> you consuming more of it and get a right, double dose right. of it. You, you so that ends your day out. You re upping. I'm saying so when I looked at it from that perspective and, and realized how much damage I was doing to myself because although I was happy about where life was going, I wasn't happy about some of the things that I was seeing. I wasn't happy about you know some of the goals that I had laid out Mm -hmm. in the way that I wanted to see sort of this purpose that I'm walking in now play out. It wasn't playing out the way I wanted to. Mm. And so when I took that time away, you know, I read, I read a lot of books and, and I always remember when, when uh, the story of Marvin Gaye took that, the two year spiritual hiatus off and he came back and that's when you got, you know, what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. And then he got back into this world and then it it, it wrapped him up once again. Uh, But I I look at that and I say, you know, I learned a lot from just the clarity, Mm -hmm. the conversations I were having were more quality Mm -hmm. because it wasn't just 140 characters at a time with the homies. Mm -hmm. It was like, I'm going to get on the phone. I'm going to call them. Yeah. I'm going to see what's up with you. Yeah. And I'm going to ask you questions you probably don't get asked Mm. on your daily because it's just work, family, social media. So yeah. now with, with that, like, cause I, I, I totally get that. I'm sure all the way with it, but I also feel like just playing devil's advocate because you're an artist now, an author, you, you, mm-hmm. you are, you're of the industry in a sense. And now right. a lot of what you, what, what you do with your business is online. Sure. So you have to log on to, you know, check who's buying beats, you know what I'm saying? All these things, right? You know what though? That's what that month showed me is that. Because of the line of work that I'm into, I've been convinced that I have to be on social media. So you're saying you don't? I don't. Okay. And, and it's not. I don't even think that just applies to, to me just being this unique person that doesn't have to be on there. What I realize is that everything becomes work. You get on social media, I'm checking out somebody's page, I'm, I'm conversating with them, that's networking in some sort of, sort of shape or form in my brain. Right, right. Or yeah, I can convince right. myself. That's what I'm saying. Justify that's, everything. I was going to say that, yeah. Even watching a music video, it's right. like, well, I'm in the music business. I'm doing research. I should be, I'm doing research. Right. But when that, that becomes 100%. an extension of everything that you're watching and you only follow music people, you can never turn work off. 
So what, what, why don't you not just so, throw so, it out there? Yeah, but you're, you're I'm about to say to, to, to continue that. So how do I maintain a business on there? What, what I do is now I don't get onto social media first thing in the morning. That's just that's non-negotiable. Gotcha. It's almost like when somebody says I'm gonna live off of ninety percent of my money mm-hmm. and I'm gonna put ten percent off and save that. Mm-hmm. People are like, "You crazy? You need hundred percent of your right, money?" Right, no, no, right. you can live off of ninety percent right, right. and not buy the stuff you don't need. So when I look at social media, I say, "No, none in the morning. Mm-hmm. First thing in the morning, I won't check it." Um, I'm making sure I'm putting something in my brain that's gonna actually carry me through this day yeah. in a positive way, and, and that's I'm 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 like. Very adamant about that every single morning. It might sound obsessive, but that's what it is. Also, too, when I get on social media, I ask myself three questions. Or not even three questions. Before I make a to-do list, two questions. What is the result and what is the purpose? What result do you want to have from being on here? Well, I want to promote my book. Yeah. Okay, why is that important? Because if I promote this book, then I get people to purchase that. And in turn, I can leave a bag to young Nas when he's right, born. <laughs> right, right, right. But, I mean, you know, that's one of the whys. Yeah. But I look at that and I say, okay... That's the purpose. Now I can from there do massive planning because I know what I basically know where I'm aiming this 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 this, gotcha. uh, this sniper rifle at. Instead of going to social media and just aimlessly going through there, it don't take nothing for like you be on there thinking you're gonna check oh, you one get thing. Lost. You get lost for sure. On there so oh, you go down the rabbit hole. Yeah, you get down, right down the rabbit hole, right? Oh hell yeah! And so I say, Man, you know look what? At this. Oh shit! Yeah, I do want some sushi. That's you know what's crazy? You I don't want to give one away. I don't want to give away one of your gems, though, head. I won't give it away. But give it away. You told, me, you told me years ago. Give it away. God no, damn you it. told me years ago. Archive. 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 I'm not gonna oh. go into too much detail, oh. but yep. archive. Yep. And there's a lot of content that people shit. think, especially on my YouTube. Uh-huh. Like I much love to everybody that supports my YouTube. You know, we had forty thousand subscribers now. Um, these are folks who are getting entertainment on a daily basis. I'm mm-hmm. putting up like ten minute to twenty five minute videos, all with a specific season plan episode. Right. But these are already archived. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to physically be on the internet. That's what Hootsuite is for. Gotcha, Hootsuite gotcha. can be on the internet. I got to go figure right. out this next plan. I got you. Okay. okay. And so when I think about like, you know, most of the time, like when you're looking at, even like when you get your analytics on, on Instagram, you see your traffic is probably from about 11 a.m. to about 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. And after that, just drops. Why are we on there consuming at that point in time? At that point, you're an Instagram user. Got you. You can't look at that like I'm, I'm doing business. At some point, you got to say, I'm not being strategic with my timing. And that stuff trickles down to your work. Mm-hmm. And I started noticing when it was like, yo, I came into this to make music. And that's the least thing that I do nowadays. Right, right. I don't make as many beats as I do. I don't make as many songs. And so by process of elimination, it was like, what am I pushing this, this artistry thing for? Mm-hmm. It's for vanity at this point. Yeah. yeah. So you know better than the Instagram models. I wasn't. No, gotcha. I wasn't. I wasn't. At this point, it's like it, it, it's 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 about you know. Uh, uh, so if it's not a deliberate plan, I'm walking around aimlessly. Mm. And for me, it was like I love music. I, I always love music. I love creating music. But if there is not money behind this situation, if there is not a specific, where are we going? Right. It's like jumping in the car and just driving. Just putting the GPS. You put it in the GPS and driving because you a good driver. Right. Right. That's not that's not good enough. Gotcha. So for me, it was like something is moving over here. Mm-hmm. And in the moment that I, I let go, you know, because I was a difficult one for me. But the moment that I let go and I said, OK, I'm, I'm, I'm going to follow through purpose. Everything became water. So so for you, you're saying for you that that's what works. I'm just so why not in the morning say, you know what? Mm-hmm. I know I, I want to search this. Right. You know, I want to search inspirational quotes in the morning. Right. When I jump online versus saying, let me cut cut it off entirely. Because 
the the way that these social medias work they're a lot more deliberate than they let on mm. these algorithms oh 100 facebook is here to literally keep you on facebook yeah but they're not here to keep you on facebook with things that you think you like yeah. they know what we like more than we know yep. it's crazy that's why like it was crazy it was a time where i was like man i feel like everybody's somebody's dying every single day on my mm. timeline mm. no that's just what facebook shows me because they know that i'm going to go down my timeline and slow down they know how many seconds I'm watching this. Yeah. So now they're literally giving me the TV that I asked for without knowing I asked for it. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So yeah. when I saw that, I was like, it's not even a matter of like focusing in on the social media. Like I can change that algorithm, but right. it takes time. Yeah. Yeah. So Through habits. I, so rather rather than trying to fall down that rabbit all, hole. Cut it all off entirely. How about I control the media? Yeah. I got enough, uh, 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 you know, uh, I got enough hard drives. I got a, a laptop full of just all the inspirational stuff I need. Yeah. One, I go ahead and control the station again. Because yeah. I feel like now the, these these websites are being altered in a way where they're not the bad guys. Yeah, yeah. That's what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Facebook wants you to stay on Facebook. Yep. Instagram wants you to stay on Instagram. Yeah. And that's why Facebook bought Instagram. Yeah. They want you to stay between those two. That's why when you leave, a, you go check a link out, it still has that blue branding at the top of Facebook because you're still on, <laughs> like, don't get it twisted. You're still on Facebook, bro. Yeah. Like, they, they, but that's what I'm saying is that understanding that, understanding that, and understanding that they are in a business for themselves as well, I got to pull back. Yeah. I got to pull back and realize that, you know, one thing that we don't speak enough about, especially in hip hop, I think now we are, is mental health. Yeah. And so I put myself in a place where, by my own doing, uh, my mental health was deteriorating. Damn. And 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 it and it wasn't nothing dramatic. It was just the fact that I felt like I was becoming stupider. Damn. So how, how, the more I, I feel like that stuff. a lot of times too. We we talk about this. Um, I, I literally went through like about six months ago. Mm-hmm. I, I, maybe, maybe six to eight months. No, it was about six months ago. Um, right before the summertime, I went through this period what you describe, and like I was going crazy. Yeah. And yeah. I felt like that. Like I was like, man, I'm getting. I'm. I just. But every six months, I go through a transition where I feel like I'm stagnant. I feel like I got to do something. I'm like, and I'll hit him and you know different people and be like, bro, like I'll just be irritated yeah. right. and don't know where the energy is coming from. But it's literally because I can't. I'm starting to not be able to articulate myself verbally because I'm consuming so much just stupid shit yeah. that it's like I feel like I'm really getting dumb. Right. Like I'm getting dumb. Right. And I'm like, I pride myself on my intellect. Yes, you so do. again, going back to my fundamental, you know, what it takes for me to operate on a daily basis, mm-hmm. like, oh shit, like my like my immune system is being attacked. Yes. Yes. And and I'll tell you, even in addition to that, what you were describing and what I've come to learn that moment where you start feeling like that irritation has come out of nowhere and it needs to get out. It's the same it's almost and it's in a way the same irritation you get when you outgrow your shoes. Mm. There's some growth that gotta happen. Yeah, exactly. That's why growth and contribution are the things that make us happy and fulfilled. Mm. Like, it, how many times have you been growing at something and been sad about it? Mm. No, yeah. no. You know really what I'm saying? Yeah, how no. many times have you been given to something that's bigger than just what you represent? Mm. Like right now, I'm not Chuck Dizzle from from the radio. I'm just me, right. and, I'm, and I'm giving to, to to this person that is in in dire need of what I can supply. Right now, it's not about my name. It's mm. about what I'm giving. Mm-hmm. There's been so many moments that I've had over over the last three years that became that. And so, you know, when when people see me now, I guess I, I know it's folks that probably think I didn't lost my mind or whatnot. <laughs> yeah. and I, and I, I can't. 
That's human beings. Oh, <laughs> but at the end of the day, you know, you know, Gary Vee always says it too. He says the moment that you happy, you won. He said you can stop watching my videos. Exactly. When you happy, absolutely. That's what I, that's happy, what I love about what you Gary doing, v, you know? yeah. And I see we, we, that's funny because like love it, Instagram lets me know my homies that like the same yep, stuff yep. I'm liking, and I, I see all the time that you liking the Gary Vee stuff. But it's like I don't know, like, like th- that's that's what we're here for. Ultimately, I mean, we do make this whole happiness thing up in our minds. I but literally we, we do pursue it. So let me ask you this then, because mm-hmm. I, I, I did. I was, I was on, I was on Instagram Live. Okay. And a lot of these things, a lot of those shit, those videos I post come right. from those Instagram Live conversations. Right. But even like I was, I think I was talking to Lupe about it, our producer, and I was talking to a couple other people about it. Where it's like you're not entitled to anything. Sure. So where do people get this ideology from that? I'm supposed to be happy. I'm supposed to find somebody that that loves me. I'm supposed to find somebody that's not gonna cheat on me. I'm supposed to, you know, be vegan. I'm supposed like, right. nigga, you <laughs> made this shit up in your all mind. This, all you all this is manifested in your mind. Yeah. And somehow you place the burden on the world. Yeah. So like, how do you do you like? Is that the same concept? I think it's. I think it's a lot of our instinct. It's the same concept, but I think it's a lot of our instinct. We we want to be offended. Mm-hmm. We want to be offended because it reminds us that we're alive. Mm-hmm. When we get angry that reminds us that there's still things that make us feel alive yeah that's why you get people who are trolls on the internet they like you coming with that energy Reaction, yeah because like man somebody got that energy right, with me because my mama don't have that energy with me she don't care about nothing i'm into or doing i can sit here and watch youtube for 12 and 18 hours but mm-hmm. if i say something to him mm-hmm. i get that energy i was looking for yeah because i see them like laughing and like get happy about yeah. that so i started realizing okay that's the energy issue and it's also a need to be uh offended one of the books i read during that 30-day hiatus um is a book called unoffendable and at first i didn't get it because i didn't think i thought it was going to be like because it's a christian author i didn't know if it was going to be like like all scripture and what right, it was going right, to be right. but dude was like really he really gave game on it and one thing he said is that the next time you run to get angry the next time you run to get offended realize that whatever you are being offended by mm-hmm. you've made the show you made the choice first of all right you got to own that you made the choice somebody spits on you to make right, you wet they right, don't make you mad you're right. making that choice yeah okay that's a hard concept Damn. for a lot of people to grab somebody spit that's on so you they make you that wet. makes you wet they don't make you they don't make, make you mad because you ask anybody they don't say make me mad <laughs> That's the clip right there. That's the clip. Right? So so the book was saying this. Before you rush to be because we're in an era now where like 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 motherfuckers got a problem with with the the, the oh, Christmas cups. Listen, I'm DJ. The right. Starbucks right. cups. Like, people have a problem yeah. with me. Yeah, like, well, I, but see, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, like they're offended by everything. Here's the thing about it though: whatever we are angry about, on some level, we've done it. Mm. We're literally all walking contradictions. Mm. So when I think about somebody who who slandered my name or said something, here about how about this? Let's get to the root of what that situation is. If somebody slandered my name, at the root of that is somebody said something that was untruthful about my name and it hurt my feelings. That's the root of it. That's We're not gonna say it. that's the root of it. Yeah, right? If we go from that basis, I know I didn't say something that right. I was misinformed. Right. And you heard said some herbs somebody. And I, I popped so, off. I popped off. I said yeah. I said something. But, I said a couple but, things. Shit. But at that point in time, what gives us the right now to be so up in arms about what somebody else is doing? Yeah. yeah. You know, we're we're, we're we're and that's not to say that we shouldn't be passionate about these things. These things problems are what make us who we are. Right. You know, these conflicts they boil our blood up because it make us feel alive, but just realize mm-hmm. That you in control of that. Yeah. So let me. Add, uh, I was gonna say this is super, super, super random. Have you yeah. ever intentionally did somebody in your music? 
diss somebody about yeah. music? Not, yes. not, not, not provide provide the truth and just like right. go at just absolutely okay just absolutely. just hell around. Right. Right. I don't know what the fuck he yeah, that was just, that was that was uh, random. Yeah. I was just, just in right. the last ten years, no. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All right. Gotcha. Bet. This was like right. back when I was in the Carson gotcha. days. This when I was around like 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 bulldogs like Grim and 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 them when they was like you better you better you battle rap days and shit. Yeah, no, ain't not in the last ten years. Um, I was having this conversation. Um, I think we talked about this before on the podcast. I'm not sure, but we, me, Chuck, and Silas were collectively one day. I asked him. I said, "You know what's fucked up? I don't know what I'm offended by." Wow. Like I actually don't under don't know right what offends me right which is fucking scary right that means I'm a sociopath you got a high level <laughs> not necessarily yeah. because, I'm happy what you saying but not necessarily so yeah. to, the, to the to the I don't know what that I'm gonna definitely check that book out sure because it sounds like some shit I want to take in yeah but what's what's fucking crazy to me like you like you said when you boil shit down to the root mm-hmm. of why am I offended by this because it ultimately hurt my feelings right it's like. Damn, that makes me really, really double what it is. double take on back of it because it's like <laughs> if I'm not offended by nothing, in turn the root of that is it didn't hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. In turn, which means what? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I mean, at, 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 that's the root of the saying. You're not I ain't a human shit. being. That's exactly. What it is. That, but that's the root of the saying. The it's cliche that we all say, like, I, I ain't shit. I ain't shit though. Like mm. when you saying that, and, and you know, like when you talking about somebody, mm. and then you you double it back, you even it out by saying, but I ain't shit though. Right. Like that's the root of that saying. Is the saying is that. I'm I'm capable of the, the same, same monster. Right. The things that you can make this person out to be a monster right, about, right. in some shape or form, we've been that we've been that tyrant in our own house. Yeah, that's why like there's a lot of things I can criticize the president for. Okay, a lot of things that I'm looking like and I'm like this dude is wow. Right, right. But I'm like, have I been my own Trump to somebody in my life? Hell yeah, yeah. Somebody looks Come on. the same way. If you really dig into it. Yeah, no, for sure. N- none of us are without fault. And, and I'm not saying that you should be walking around here, you know, as a flower child and, and everything. But I'm saying that doesn't surprise me. And I think that's what makes you such a polarizing figure as you are. But that's needed. Mm. Without you, the people who are walking around here timid, if everybody was like that, we would never know what right. anybody feels and we would all waste each other's time for years and years. I'd rather know. Like when I first meet Head, I know what I know you how Head feel about right. whatever he about to say. You right. know what? That's true. And I, I, I just to touch on what you're saying, yeah. I think that um based on what they was telling me, that I was told that it was interesting about the the concept is as soon as I meet you, or right. as soon as I come across somebody, right. I make you make a decision immediately. Yeah, I fuck with not. him, or I ain't fucking with him. Right. Yeah. And I think that that's more. That I think that's more needed than anything. Like right. you said about Trump, everybody's made a decision. Right. But you have a you have an opinion one way or another. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's that's a more honest and transparent society with, that we need to be headed towards and not running away from. But we can't do that as long as we plugged in. And I don't mean that like we got to leave the matrix. I ain't talking like that. I'm saying as long as we're plugged in, mm-hmm. we have constant things that are feeding every one of those instincts to want to just wild out or act up or respond. Mm-hmm. I get it sometimes when I'm be sitting up here on, on, on my comments and I yeah. see somebody say, because most of it, like, I tell you, I get like 95% love on everything that I'm doing because yeah. of the cause of it. Right. But there's always somebody so that comes. Yeah, yeah. And they and it seems like they just know what that to do. button. Like, right. I don't know how, how they know or who they are. What's the button for you? Right. For me, pigment. Nah, hell no, nah, <laughs> hell no. Nah. The thing is, like, people don't people don't understand. Like, whatever you said to me, 
me and the homies have said it's even worse oh, stuff well, that oh, you yeah. can't even say right. on air yeah. ever, right? Oh, I know. Stuff I just, that, you know, we probably would be banned from, but I'm used to that. <laughs> even like my, my uh, you know, like I, I had, it's funny because uh, I read it in the book too, is I had like a, a Chicano homie, right? Mm-hmm. But like we would talk about the need to uplift our people. And in the same sense, he would say I was Braxton from, from James Fox. <laughs> yeah. I would go in on him and then like, it would just like, we would just, it was like the player haters ball yeah. on Chappelle's show. Right, right. But you need that. Yeah, no, you need exactly. that to a certain that degree release. so we can stop fronting right. and wasting stop all these fronting. years wasting all these years working with each other thinking it's one thing when it's not it hasn't been that from the beginning i would rather somebody like when they, that's why i love the saying now keep that same energy when i see you yeah because it's like that should be that from the jump if exactly did that we wouldn't have we wouldn't have people who like i think about producers too when I think about producers who, who instead of going to a legal direction, go to Twitter looking for sympathy. Once yep. again, they're looking for significance. They're mm-hmm. looking for the Validation. certainty of a reaction. And they're looking for love and affection. Yeah. That's why it's an addiction. That's why they do it. Yeah. When you go that direction, you're not trying to solve a problem. You're trying to fulfill a personal need inside. Yeah. That's a bigger problem. And I think as long as we're plugged in, I think that's why we're going to continue to repeat the same action. That's why you keep seeing like, like you see somebody get money and just blow it all off. Yeah, That's yeah. because money is not the root of all evil. Money is the magnifying glass. Mm. Whoever you was before, just money just gives you more air and opportunity to be that. Right. Yeah, right. That's why you can't be surprised when somebody, if somebody's crazy with money, somebody goes spend their 20 million like crazy. That's what they would have did with $20. $20. Exactly, exactly. Y'all trying to get something to eat? I'm right, about to go, right, to, go right, over right, here to, right. uh, to In-N-Out. They definitely not thinking about it's that my last 20 or nothing like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, like, like trying to get a nug okay I guess my yeah. last 20 okay right. I got something for you you like yeah. if that's the way they spend money that's the way it. they'll spend money with 20 million why do why do we think that's going to change because now somebody's being in a put but be, being put in a, in a position of power and I think that's because we associate fame we associate uh, we, we associate fame with intelligence and power mm. and, and, and that's knowledge bullshit. Yeah. and I did it too hold on I did it too here's the real bar why the moment here's the thing about it we've all as a society sort of been built to sort of view those with more money on a hierarchy system. We right. look at that as at the top of the pyramid. Oh, you must have gotten here because you did the things that I couldn't do or didn't do. Right. That's generally, we know that's bull. But generally we look at that and say, man, how did this person get here? That's why you get like people who, who come to the forefront and they, they, they try to pose as leaders. Mm-hmm. But then they do things that don't add up. Yeah. Like I remember Dame Dash said something. He said, when people look like they're winning but feel like they're losing, they do dumb shit. <sighs> How many times do you see that? Yeah, yeah, Folks yeah. that you like, yo, bro, you out here winning. Yeah, yeah. And I can I can relate to it because I've been in a situation where it was like career-wise, what that's why the project I did, Jetpack on Eve, and existed. Mm-hmm. My career looked like it was taking, taking off. off. I had right. the glass of Malone placement, I had the right. abs. So everything's going on, but the jetpack was, was on E because yeah. I was broke as hell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, but I wasn't in a space to 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 own that like yeah. I am now because reputation is everything, especially yeah. at that time. It was yeah. like you couldn't go around being the the broke rapper, the broke producer. That wasn't appealing. But I felt like you you owned up to it early in your career when a lot of other people didn't. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now, now, which brings me to my next question, man. Like, is this? And I've asked you this on text. I've asked you this before. Sure. Are you are you for sure? Is, is rapping done? Are you are you done being a rapper? I think that was something else from um. The, the the subtle art of not giving a fuck was that you know don't believe people who talk in absolutes mm. I can't say that okay I, from something I've been loving to do for so long but right. what I can tell you is that I'm more driven by what it I'm is. doing right, right now right but if if a situation comes where I feel like I have a concept and I want to pull it together mm-hmm. I can't say I wouldn't do that right. but right now 
I can say it's 100%. Not, yeah, it's not, right? like, not, not even in the absolute, but I can tell you where my heart is being driven right now, mm-hmm. seeing getting the feeling that I have when I'm, I'm speaking to an audience of producers and they're talking to me and, and I'm, I'm sharing them stories that are like, these are my Carson days. Right, 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 right. Stuff that I didn't think was of value to a general right. audience. Hell yeah. Looking now at a room full of 50, 60, 70, 80, now it's growing even more and seeing people who are like, yo, the next time you speak and I'm there, that's kind of support I wasn't even getting as a rapper. Wow. I would be naive to believe this is working so I must just go back to the music and then take this energy back over yeah, there. Yeah, like yeah. even the fact that my album was 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 number four in the iTunes hip hop charts, I know that that's not solely driven by music. Mm. I also know that I don't suck. Yeah, yeah. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Like, I know that I put right, my work in and I make right. quality music, but I know that that wouldn't have been available to me had I not built the trust of an audience that said, "Look, you never ask us for nothing and you give us all this game. What do you want? Right, we got you. I want to be number. I want to. I want to chart on the iTunes charts. Yeah, cool. We'll give you two number four albums. What's next? Mm. I got a book out and I, and really I just want to share my story with you. I'm not I'm not after just your money. Like yeah. that's not what it's about. But at the same time it's my moral responsibility mm-hmm. to 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 ask for basically to be successful. That's my responsibility to my family. Mm-hmm. That's my responsibility as a man. Money is literally the echo of the value that you're giving out. That's mm-hmm. all it is. And I love Money I, is the echo. Yeah. Of yeah. the value given out. Chuck was going to blow bass that one. Nah. I caught that one. Nah, I know we, we can go back and do it again now. I, Bob Berg. <laughs> Bob Berg make that one. Nah, nah, but, I, but I feel like you, you've always been this type of person from jump. And that's why I fuck with your energy from, from off top. Right. Um, and I just love how, like, now the things that you're doing, the stuff that you've said in your music, and just the type of person that you are off the mic right. is being magnified times 10, times 20. For you, when you when you made that first video on your iPhone, and I think we even talked about this the last time you were here, but I just want to reiterate this. When you made that video on your iPhone and it shot up to 70,000, man, what, right. what was that feeling like for it to surpass all of the videos that you've campaigned for, you mm-hmm. know, tried to get on mm-hmm. show, actually completed getting on shows? All the things that you've tried for, and this this one thing that you just said, I'm just spewing my heart out on mm-hmm. to, to actually do more numbers than the shit that you were actually campaigning for. You want the real answer? Give me the real answer. I, I don't want no bullshit. And I said again? I was angry. Bec- why? I, I was almost borderline bitter mm. that it was like, here here have, have been projects that I dedicated four, five, six months mm-hmm. And, and people know when I get involved with anything with my music, all, it's not just in. music, writing, yeah. you know, to the recording, to to the marketing campaigns for it, all this energy, all this driving, all this strategizing, all this stressing about what's going on. Mm-hmm. And it's like it gets out there and the numbers it does is the numbers it does right. for a video that I t- switch around on my iPhone. And that's what takes off. Yeah. At first, I was angry. Mm. I right. was like looking at this like. Like what the hell? Like yeah. I've gave given you cameras that are ten thousand dollar cameras right. to shoot this song that y'all was supposedly so vibing with. I was angry. Right. But then when I when I realized, okay, what is this for? Who is this for? It's not. It's not about you. When I had to continue, like, cause the thing about it was, I didn't just have a a a, a, a wake up moment. Like me going to the, the Tony Robbins seminar mm-hmm. in San Jose a few years ago when I stopped eating meat and all that. Yeah. That wasn't just a oh my god, my life changed. Your life don't change in in a, in a moment's instant. And I think it's that's important that you say that too, because yeah. a lot of people think that it, when, it, when, when you talk about that, that happened, the getting yeah. away from social media, nah. that the next day you're gonna have this epiphany. It's like no, that like bro, happen. you are who you are. Yeah, you are who you are, and 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 it took 32 years to get here. Mm-hmm. At that point, 32, 31 years to get here I got a lot of things I got to work out right I'm still working out right, right? and mm. I'm and I'm still not where I want to be but I'll tell you I'm a lot closer than I was two years ago mm. and and 
I knew that when I knew that I could feel peace at knowing that even if I push forward, mm-hmm. the people that I expected, and that was another problem, my expectations are my responsibility too. Mm. If I expected these person to support what I'm doing, do this or do this, I've already set myself up mm. for, for, for you know, a, a, a bitter response or right. anger or depression, right. whatever comes from that. Yeah. When I got that in check, and then I realized everything is icing on the cake. Mm. And I realized the abundance, because that's the one thing too, is that I really wish that, and this is wishful thinking, but when rappers get signed, I wish the first thing that they would go through after coming from some of these crazy impoverished neighborhoods and coming up in in, in an environment that teaches you scarcity, that if you got something and I don't got something, that means that I'm missing out on something. Mm. If we, that needs to be the first course after getting signed. Financial literacy is cool, but if you don't get that part intact, Financial literacy ain't gonna mean nothing because right, you're right. still gonna operate your business by that scarcity mindset. Yeah. So the moment that I stopped, looked around, and I said, you know, like I remember it was one time where something crazy hit me financially, and I stood up like a crazy man. And I yelled at God. I was like, God, I'm too smart to be this broke. Mm. I said, What does it break? Yeah. What's going on? Right. How am I here again? <sighs> and so when I made the decision, I said, You know what? This stuff is my response. I said, this stuff is my responsibility, one. And two, when I realized that 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 I'm more in control than I give myself credit for and that it's not about me. Mm. Anything I want. If you want to make a million dollars, find something that a million people would find valuable uh, for one dollar. Uh, yeah, Come on, man. man. Like, down. Yeah, yeah. If that's what it's all about, I can give you all kind of value. Yeah. Here's the thing about it. When I first started doing these videos, and even when it comes to the book, because I'm sure people looking at me, you know, this producers that I've looked up to that don't have a book, mm-hmm. and they're looking like, well, who are you to write a book? Yeah. Here's the thing about it. And I got this for one of my favorite podcasts, is that in a courtroom, the expert witness is somebody that knows about a particular situation that the majority of the people in the room don't know about. Yeah. How many times am I an expert witness in a room full of producers? Mm-hmm. I may not be the most elite in terms of fame, right, yeah. but I'm the expert witness in a lot of places. Right, right, yeah. And I didn't do that like going in there and say, I'm the expert, I'm the expert. Right. It just happened where people would ask me questions. It's like, I actually went through that, so this is what you do. And then being around so many intelligent people too, yeah. that helped. That helped tremendously being around great mentors. I'm thankful for the mentors that I had. Yeah. From even like, especially like a Salas. Yeah. Because I think that he was probably the most recent person that inspired me along this road because there was a lot of times where I was like, and it's not a shot to nobody, but there's many times we will go into rooms and I'm like, we're the most intelligent ones in this room. room, But we're we're vying for the the business and the attention of other people. And they're the ones that get to make the decisions. Why is it like that? Yep. And I think that was part of the reasoning why I'm doing what I'm doing now is that, you know, I, I don't feel like anybody's employee anymore. And I'm not down to anybody who's in that situation because right. I worked at Quiznos for folks. Yeah. I, anybody <laughs> going to say anything is me. Right. But <laughs> when I got to a point where it was like so many things that I worked so hard for, like that's one thing Les Brown says, we give our all to the company. We give everything we got to the company. But when it comes to our own yeah. dreams, we start cutting shortcuts. Right, right. Like when people say like, how am I supposed to start a business and I got a nine to five? Mm. How are you not, not if that's your right, passion? Right, right. Yeah. 
Like you got seven to ten, whatever to do you whatever, right? But we got time for the liquor game. We yeah. got time for you know for 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 Xbox, for PlayStation, social we, media. We don't have that like, like <laughs> right. social media. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Shut I up. had to call myself on that Shut too. Up. It's like how can I be mad at things not going the way they're going? I'm not even you're taking not my own dream you. serious. Yeah. You're not invested. I'm in not you. invested. Yeah. And so why should anybody else care? And I and I got the nerve to have the audacity to walk around here and say I'm entitled to something. Mm-hmm. So. I think once I turned that voice off of scarcity, which is the the biggest one, I really feel like that was a that was a shift that uh, had a domino effect on a lot of other decisions. So even this book, that book is the byproduct of me saying I am a man of value. I've had experiences that are very valuable, and if I can get this into your hands, I feel that it can help you along your DIY journey, whatever that shall be, because we all have, there's no such thing as a problem only you have. Right, Somebody's gonna, somebody relates to it in some way, shape, or form. Universal, yeah. throw it out into the atmosphere. Right. You know what I'm saying? I've seen it to where it'd been a room full of 10,000 people that Tony Robbins was talking to when he said, how many people in here feel inferior when this, this, and this happens? You're looking at 600, 700 people same all with thing, the same, yeah. same yeah. problem. And then that's not even accounting the people who uh, are too scared to raise their hand. Yeah, right there too. Um, but I, that I think is important. I think that once you, that I said, I, don't, I got really long winded with that. No, but no, it's important good. that I, I, I nail that in, nail that over the head. Is that that shift will happen for you when you realize like. I, there were so many relationships that I had within the industry. I was like, man, like I thought we was solid. Like we was text messaging right, back, right. but then as soon as this person felt like they couldn't get what they wanted from me, they just stopped hitting me back. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why do I keep vying for the it's, attention right. of people that I'm more? I'm I'm just as capable. I got the same twenty four hours in a day. Absolutely. Okay. Well, let me go home and build. Make it happen. Let me go home and build. You know, and 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 you know, just continue to build something that, you know, I had a friend that said, never never look for attention. Just build something so loud they can't ignore it. Damn. Mm-hmm. That's all I had to hear. Mm-hmm. So then now what I'm doing every single week, I'm just piling on content. Piling on, you know, uh, and I don't even call it content anymore. I call it messaging. You know, it's one thing too. A lot of rappers and producers listening change the word brand to reputation and change messaging. I said content to message. Mm-hmm. It'll change your entire approach. Cause folks be like, oh man, you got such crazy content here. Right, like, how right, do I right. get that content? <laughs> you know, you're giving a saying? message. You've right. been giving a message for the last, I don't That's know true. how many years. I've been giving messages. Message is clear. So so the message and your reputation, um, just take some time to yourself and really, really sit and ask yourself, what is the results that I want? What is the purpose? What is the why? Because that's going to fuel it to the end. Then start figuring out what you got to do and put it together. Now, now this is obviously not an album, right? So sure. what, what, what we do normally, we haven't done it in a while, is the business card track. But we're going to s- switch it for the book, the, the Prosperous Hip Hop Producer. Pick a chapter. Uh, mm-hmm. Pick a chapter. What, what do you feel like is the best? Uh, if somebody's walking up on the street, you, you got to give somebody a sample. Right. Which, which chapter would you tell them to read? To read. Depending on who it is, I probably would tell them to read the the beat battle chapter because that's when I got on a lot of people's radar. Okay. That beat battle chapter kind of takes you through uh, the benefits There's of no that. There's no beat battle chapter. The beat battle chapter is the mix that beat. Okay. Mix well, that beat. Okay. It's, it's chapter number ten. Chapter number ten. Mix that beat. <laughs> we don't know what the fuck you. I'm like, about. I'm like, I'm like, dude, you get a I'm run, looking, you, I'm you, looking, you get I a different book. book? You got, but no, no, you know what? Switch that. Let's go to eighty page eighty three. No, okay. no, pick the what's the I'm chapter? picking it. Picking it. Chapter seven. <laughs> chapter that's seven. That's the one. That's the one. The melody. I quoted Willy Wonka. The Okay. This kind of tells you the way that the book intertwines with each other. Okay. Because like I said, it's based off of it. So here it is. Chapter seven. The melody. 
Uh, we are the music makers and we are the dreamers of dreams. That's Willy Wonka. I said, when I was younger, I would help my grandmother make her homemade lemon cake from scratch. She showed me a trick her own mother had taught her to make her cakes extra lemony on the inside. Before she applied the glaze, she would use a toothpick to poke around the cake so that the syrup could travel directly to the center. The way every slice of the cake was, I mean, that way, excuse me, this way, every slice of the cake was sure to be just as lemony as the first. In many ways, I have approached, you're not gonna read this whole chapter, no, no, just oh, okay, just make sure. In many ways, I've approached the melody in my beat as that glaze that sweetens the overall production. Since I began making beats, I always, I said, I have always started with the drums, just as the baker starts with the eggs, butter, and cake flour. And do the last one. As soon as I finished cooking up the drums, the melody represented the sweet lemony glaze that I could apply to the outer layer, which would then infuse the whole song. So I'm giving you these anecdotes to mm -hmm. show you that. There's so many things that we do as producers and we don't even think about it, but they're all aligned with mm -hmm. what we're doing. You know, th there's so many influences we have from like daily activities that influences traffic, influences right. the way your music sounds. Right. The pace of our the pace of music in Los Angeles is very much about the pace of our life, the Absolutely. pace of our of our traveling. Mm -hmm. That's the way. That's why things are the way. That's why the music from the Inland Empire yep, sounds the yep, way it does yep. because of the speed of life out there, yeah, right? Yeah. But that's what this book is about. It's about taking these stories and figuring out a way to present them in a way to where next time you're making a beat, you realize you're not making a beat, you're making a movie. Mm. You're making a score to a movie. Yeah. So uh, big, that's why man. I wanted to read that one because I think it's important to understand the way that it's 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 woven together. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. Nah, man, nah, I, I, don't yeah, read, I, here's, here's the thing, man. A lot of people listening, like what ends up happening, or what you don't understand is that the last time that you came, mm -hmm. after you were done, people was like, yo, when's the next time you're having them on? Yeah. They love this this knowledge and this information that you're getting so don't feel like you know that that you, you you're long-winded like yeah right. some of you might people may think that but you're giving a lot of knowledge for a lot of people i used to think really the same en thing enjoy like, it you know what i'm saying so yeah even people on, on twitter and instagram they, they, oh, wow. they love I used to so think, uh, i used to think the same thing when i would talk yeah and i i quickly realized that like like for instance one even though like say sometimes um when I like when I get on Instagram Live or when you do when you do your videos right. or whatever, you might see you might see like oh there's only two people on here or oh there's only you know forty people that watch my video there's right. only a hundred people that listen to the podcast but what you don't see is the impact somebody's getting from on somebody's that somebody's getting from that mm -hmm. so if yeah. you let's say you got two people that that two people that read your book right. and it's me and Chuck right we're the only two people that ever read your book mm -hmm. but then I have a platform where I go and say something to, right. to a group of thousand people that I got from your book yeah. it's the same thing Absolutely. and so that's what I also noticed like don't think that you long winded based on that right. because it's not about the, the number or it's not about what you it's, it's about the impact the for impact me of it. And, yeah. and, and, and look I understand the impact of that is a book called uh, The Tipping Point by Malcolm Gladwell mm -hmm. and, and for folks who are, are like why would I be interested in that just understand this is a book that basically gives you the DNA of how something goes viral wow. right and they said that it has to meet three different people one person is a maven who's a specialist within that field for mm -hmm. folks who don't know uh, another person is a salesman can sell the hell out of anything they can sell you out of your own shoes yep. and the next person is a connector if you've ever met somebody who just knows everybody for yep. no damn reason like yep. oh yeah I know Snoop because my auntie braised the hair of his son that works at Jack in the Box and yeah. just knows everybody those three people can make any piece of whatever you got going on music anything content go viral and message, so when I started message. 
message. Yeah, message. Any yeah, message. Not so, not excuse me. Excuse yeah, my yeah, bad. I my correct yeah, you, brother. You know they have the ability to do that, the power to do that. You start realizing the power of one. And then also, too, let, you know, let's account for even if somebody's watching your streams right now and you got 10 people. If one person is sitting in a room full of five, that's, that's it's audience. no longer just 10 people. Yeah, you know right what there. I mean? So I try to take that into consideration because it's funny. Like when you come up in this game, everybody, you know, your mindset as an artist, and I don't know if you're necessarily taught this, but your mindset is, man, as soon as I meet so-and-so, it's on. Yeah, I'm going right, to my right, music. Right, like yeah. I'm going to politic with them. I don't know who came so up with that look, shit. We get that too, man. We, we, once y'all play the radio, my shit going to bang. Like, but, but here's the thing about it. The people that have made the most impact in my life are generally the people who are either in charge of the people that I thought I had to connect with mm. or the ones behind the scenes that you don't ever get to see. Right. The ones that make the biggest impact on my life, even when you read through the book, like I do mention you know, my first studio sessions going over to TDE Studios and yeah. the impact it had on me, but it wasn't necessarily meeting Kendrick mm. and meeting Ab Soul right, right. that was the tipping point. Yeah. It was Tiff is top dog, right? Right. You know, saying you know, I was. He, he told me one time. I went to the back to that studio one time. He had cameras everywhere. He said, "You know, I'm gonna shot you." Damn. I said, "How what? you doing?" <laughs> I said, "Hi." He said, "You can't just be coming to the back backyard like this and, right, and, and right. not announcing yourself." Does, does Ali know you coming? I said, "I think so, sir." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. My but fault. but those people, those are the yeah. ones that have the ultimate say. And I think for any rappers that's in this industry right now, like. You know, stop harassing the people who are at the forefront when you don't even know if they get to pull the shots. You may be in the studio thinking like, damn, I got a hook from so-and-so. You can't use it. Put that song out, and then it, all of a sudden it get pulled from the blogs. Exactly. And it says uh, Interscope has pulled this from the blogs. Can't use it. You got to make sure you politicking with, you know, uh, working with the right people, and then also, like I said earlier, speaking their language. Mm -hmm. If you know somebody that's about their paper, do not go in there with your artistic dreams. Yeah, they don't want to spit on paper. Go in there talking the language they want to talk. Right. And if it makes sense in that term, you'll be good. This is what I do. I mean, we're going to wrap up right now. Yeah. Uh, last question. Well, for me, um, I think a couple books. I'm going to list off a couple books sure. that really kind of it changed my life in a sense okay. gave me my third what I call my third enlightenment I had I have I've had two enlightenments in my life mm -hmm. um my third enlightenment was when I started to feed my mind mm. so um one was um the secret the other one was 48 laws of power okay um there was another one I can't recall the name of it and then recently there's two more Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck mm -hmm. and then uh, I, I did uh, Black Privilege obviously oh yeah definitely um definitely. The Greatest Salesman in the, in the World is another one that I picked up along okay. the way. Uh, but anyway, two, two, if you had to pick two books, mm -hmm. two or three books that, quote unquote, sent you down this rabbit hole, this wormhole right. of, of being an author, tapping into whatever you, two to three books where people listening to us right now, mm -hmm. you have to get these three books, check them out, audio. Three books. Yeah, Easy. Got Easy. Uh, the first one is The Go-Giver by John David Mann and Bob Berg. It's a three-hour audiobook. Mm -hmm. Most impactful thing I've ever read. That's one. Uh, the, the, the second one is, should I repeat that? Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the first book is The Go-Giver by John David Mann and Bob Berg. Um, 
that one is the most impactful one and it's only a three hour audiobook. So okay. don't say you don't got the time for it. You got right, three hours. Right, right. Yeah. Um the second one is the ten X rule, the unabridged version by Grant Cardone. Mm. If you ever need a voice or somebody that will call you on your stuff, he got a chapter called Stop Being a Little Bit. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like my kind of shit. That's what the is that one? Called? The ten X rule. Jesus, oh, you will love hey, hey, you're gonna love that yeah, one. The ten X rule. Get the unabridged version where he'll he'll read his book and be like, fuck this shit. Just yeah. start going off on a rant on something else. <laughs> yeah. You need that. Like that's the one right. 10x rule because he tells you the power of being omnipresent mm-hmm. yeah and I a like lot of that. us i like that energy like folks don't the understand 10X like rule. the 10x rule a lot of times we we, we we're we putting our art or putting our work out there in the social media not realizing this contributes to our omnisphere mm-hmm. no, i'm sorry our omnipresent presence mm-hmm. so where you have a a video popping over here and then an interview jumping over here and it's like damn you everywhere right, 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 right. the 10x rule teaches you how no, to do that no. um the next one would be uh, Gary V jab 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 right hook, hook. yeah cuz that I, one I did that one too you got to get the physical book yeah. though don't try to get no PD like get the physical so book cuz it tells you how to speak the language of every social media that you're on mm-hmm. instead of just aimlessly tweeting away real quick sorry the mm-hmm. unabridged version is available on audiobook yes yes that's what i suggest is listening okay. to the audiobook right. of that one but yeah, though, no. but though, between those three i think it'll set you off uh on a good path Failing Forward by John C. Maxwell. Okay. Basically, the, the premise of that is failing is a prerequisite to success. Mm-hmm. You don't get away from failing. Seth Golden said one time, he said, he said, uh, if I fail more than you, I make more money than you. Damn. I'm more successful than you. Damn. If I fail more than you. That's he crazy. said, all I am is just a tally up of more failures. And a lot of people don't understand that concept. That we're so fearful of failure because of an embarrassment or whatever the case right. may be. But it really does structure your, your life. You know, it builds that that tough skin. And, mm-hmm. you know, had, had I not failed on MTV Music Generator or my PlayStation, crazy. I wouldn't be making beats today. Crazy. Like, literally... And I, and I leave this last thing is that in the book I speak about uh, a Professor Morgan from Orange Coast College, one of the most brilliant minds I ever came in contact with. He's the reason why I'm so adamant about my marketing. He said, planes never fly in straight lines. Mm-hmm. From Los Angeles to, to New York, they never fly in straight lines. He said, why do you think that is? He said, if you fly in a straight line, you can't see the line. Mm-hmm. So they purposely fly off course so they can see, see how off course oh, they are, shit. get back on and go to the destination. How many times do we got to fly off course on purpose mm. so that we know how far we off? Like sometimes you got to shoot your shot right, 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 right. with a situation and be like, oh, I, ain't, I ain't got the juice right, like right, that right. yet. All right, cool. <laughs> cool, cool. I got to do more work. Cool, cool. Right. And then you get back on the line. But sometimes when you're on the line, it's the same vantage point you have being at the top of the mountain. When you're at the top, you can't see. Mm-hmm. You know, All you can see is where you're at. Right. You know, but when you climbing up, you can see everybody else is climbing up. And yep. when you're in the trenches, you got more of a, a, a temperature of the people that... That book, John C. Maxwell, the uh, 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 failing forward, mm-hmm. is definitely another important read. I, I got to give you uh, uh, props uh, for being a pivotal as well. And, and what I mean by that is you were you were on Homegrown. Uh, well, actually, was it punt or Schoolboys on on Homegrown talking about <laughs> your beat, your <laughs> motherfucking beat with the gunshots, and and, yep. and Punch was recently on um, uh, on the Blueprint, uh, uh-huh. the complex complex series. And was talking about it, mm-hmm. and I love how you ripped that shit and, and made I a wasn't nice missing video. Out of you. I love that. I wasn't dog. missing that. And the thing is, I didn't even see the interview. Yeah. Somebody, somebody Tagged told me you. like, "Yo, is this is this your <laughs> BD he's talking about?" Because you you had previously talked about it. I you talked said, about you it. You talked yo, about yo, it. Put it out there. This real document. I right. Didn't, I didn't know he was still telling the 
story. I'm still telling the But this story, time bro. it was a little bit extra stank oh, on man. it. He was like, he was like, it was the worst, worst beat, beat I ever heard in my life. And I was like sitting up there clutching my heart, like, damn. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Like, right. like being, in your, being in your feelings. Yeah. In my feelings. Cause you, and I was like, you light skin. Because I'm light skin, of course. That's yeah. part of my, my uh, lack of picking. You know? uh, 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 but I looked at that and I said, okay, now. Five years ago, timid, timid Curtis King would have pulled back and been like, "Oh yeah, that was me," you know. Yeah. But I was like, "No, this is the marketing age of Curtis King. This is an opportunity. Yeah, Hell this yeah. is not him dissing me. I got it. the thing about it is another book I read called Deescalate. Mm-hmm. When you're talking to somebody and somebody's going off on you, ignore the words. Mm-hmm. Focus on the emotions because mm-hmm. uh, that's what you really got to get to. Because uh, the moment you talk to somebody and they're going off and they say, like you feel, you, 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 not even say insecure. You're saying." Right now, you feel really dis- disrespected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel disrespected. Da, 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 da. Yeah. The more questions you start asking, picking at that, the more you get down to the yeah. root of what the real issue is. Yeah. So now I look at that. I'm looking at. I say, okay, let me get, let me deescalate myself. Because when I saw that, I was like, no, no we're not worse. telling that story like right, that. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. come on, fam. Like, we we gonna tell that, but not tell yeah. the placements I got. Right, the, right, like the right. first song Kendrick Lamar and Absol ever did was yeah. over my feet. We're not gonna tell yeah, that story. We're not, we're not gonna go okay, that one. Okay, okay. okay. We're not gonna say well, the same producer that did that. Did this one? This, okay, no, no, okay, we're not gonna do that. So I said, you know what? It's a teaching lesson, and and it's funny. It was great even to see him acknowledging. When he saw that, he was like, you know, that was genius what you did Mm -hmm. because I looked at that and said, look, people have all of these perceptions of what it looks like. People think that if you suck when you first come, like you terrible, that's forever. Right. Right. That's a decision that you make. I made a decision to just keep going, maybe out of ignorance. Right. But I kept going and I said, you know what? Let me flip this situation and say. Here's the marketing lesson to learn from this. I did, you know, a video that I have branded on my channel called Curspirations. Mm-hmm. I got like over 300 of those videos. Mm-hmm. And this episode was how, and the thing is, I didn't make this, this headline up because Pigeons and Planes jumped in on the whole situation. And I was wow. I was a Snapchat story without even my name being mentioned. Get out of here. She, my, my lady uh, 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 showed me a screenshot. She said, are they talking about your beat? Damn. Yeah. I was like, yo, this is the time. You got to step go. up. You got to go. You got to yeah. take that jumper. So then I saw that and I said, I'm going to take that same title and I'm going to compete in SEO power with them. And so I took it and said, how a whack beat got Schoolboy Q a record deal. So I said, how my beat got Schoolboy Q a record deal. That's the story they told. Right, right, right. Okay? Put that up there. The video did 30,000 views in 24 hours. Oh, shit. Damn, dog. Opportunity. The thing is, most of the time we we make these decisions, you just got to show the hell up and do what you do best. Yeah, man. If I was in my emotions, if I was on Twitter like... Subbing or something like, oh, you gonna tell that right. story? Yeah, for real, that one for real. Missed opportunity. Missed yeah, opportunity. Yeah. Missed opportunity. And then on top of that, I that ended up being like the greatest promotion for a book coming out. Hell yeah! Because in the next week, it's like, wait a minute, so there's like, more stories. Right, right, right. What else? So thank you. I can tell thank, you what else. Thank you for that opportunity, my good sir. The prospect. <laughs> Goddamn it, Curtis King. Goddamn, you know what? <laughs> my beat making journey from grandma's patio to, to a, a six figure business. Before before we close out, I do want to. I'm gonna just give you a hand. Wow, you, you don't get that. You don't get that. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And, and I, I never get that. And wow. I'm gonna say this. And I'm gonna say this to you. And yeah. I'm gonna say this in front of the cameras and publicly and all that. West I, Coast. West Coast. <laughs> That'd have been classic. Right, right. That was it. <laughs> That's, That's it. it. <laughs> I really respect where you at in life because I was there the whole time. I saw yeah. the whole shit. Yeah. I saw the the, the mountaintop and I saw the, the plane crash. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I saw two plane crashes, actually. Yeah. So, it, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With no survivors. You picking up, still picking up debris. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they found a black box. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
know. Shit. It's facts. It's right. facts. You know what I'm saying? Only. But it's this facts. right here, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna get. You know what? I'm gonna buy the. Uh, the uh, I'm not gonna read this. I'm gonna be honest with you. Okay. I'm gonna get the audio book because that's how I consume my content. For sure. My messages. Your messages. That's how yeah, I consume message. my not content no more. But how uh, how can people get it though? I do uh, want you to sign this though. I got you, please. Uh, Curtis King Beats forward slash books. Okay. And that's plural because Why not Curtis be King books? books? Go on and spell that motherfucker One more time Curtis man. King C-U-R-T-I-S-S uh, King K-I-N-G B-E-A-T-S right Dot com Beats dot, uh, Forward slash uh, Books okay. B-O-O-K-S Now right now The paperback will Depending on when this Is available The paperback is available On Amazon mm-hmm. uh, By mid-February You're going to be looking at The PDF version You're going to be looking at the audio book that was read by me and uh, the hardback version. Kindle's going to be available. So much respect and thanks to Maurice Bassett Publishing because they made it available. So now I got to start lining up book signings and and, and more events like that. You know, talking to these Barnes and Nobles and letting them know, look, you got a local uh, author in your neighborhood that's doing something positive. And it's not me just you know running off crazy rap stories like this is coming from a, a very unique place yeah, that may be worth looking into well it's been dope to see the, the journey and we always look forward to continue this conversation because it's not going to be the end sure, and, I, and i love sure. it i love it each time and every time you come back it's 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 bigger and better it's a new message and, right. and we we here man a homegrown homie uh, i do want curtis to say king. is um, before we close out i'm on my i'm on my GoDaddy account i'm buying curtiskingbooks.com Run so, it. So it, you should. It, that's, if, that's opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> I recognize. I'm recognizing opportunity, and it's all fun and games. But that makes you, know you feel like you're taking a. Yeah. You know what I'm saying I'm really on my GoDaddy buying this you motherfucker. You're I just want to let y'all man. know it's gonna be the black CurtisKingBooks.com right. is where you can um, go yeah. to get all your Curtis King shit. You and, I'm a, and if he wanted, he could buy it from me because I recognize opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. West Coast. West Coast. And we're gonna catch y'all next time, man. Homegrown Radio, Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head, and the homegrown homie Curtis King, and we about.